If you've ever thought, why in the world is my wireless bill so damn high? Then let me tell you about our friends over at Mint Mobile who we're partnering with for today's video. Mint Mobile offers premium wireless for as low as $15 a month, and you don't have to sacrifice any coverage, speed, or data. They're built on the nation's largest 5G network, so they keep costs low by selling directly to you online. They cut out the retail stores and the salespeople. All Mint Mobile plans include unlimited nationwide talk and text, plus lightning fast 5G and free mobile hotspot. So why should you have to pay for more than you have to to access the same network. It only takes 15 minutes to switch and you'll be paying as low as $15 a month for your phone plan. It really is that simple. So use the link in the description below, trymintmobile.com backslash chargers unleashed to get started. Click the link in the description below or scan the QR code. All right, you're checking in with Mike Williams from the LA Chargers and you're tuning in to Chargers Unleashed. Welcome to another edition of Chargers Unleashed. Jay Kapner and Dale Wolkenstein here with you from the LA Football Network. Today's show, of course, is being brought to you by Bet Online, Aura, Athletic Greens, Mint Mobile, and Rock Solid Sports Memorabilia. If this is your first time tuning into the show, make sure to hit that like and subscribe button on YouTube. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Dan Wolkenstein, day seven of Chargers training camp took place today. I believe it's what the one, two, three, fourth day? Yes, fourth day in pads thus far. So lots to talk about, some interesting storylines, a few player returns, some interesting things take place in practice. Some definitely possible player exits or at least questions that we'll get to. Yes, but interesting day of practice nonetheless. So Dan and I are going to go through everything that we can as it relates to a practice recap from today. Uh, Dan, first and foremost, obviously, how are we doing? I'm great. Thank you. How are you doing? Happy Friday. Happy Friday, indeed. Hallelujah. Uh, so excited for the weekend. Weekend vibes are upon us. Jake, you'll be at training camp tomorrow. So Jake will be giving us all the live feeds of things going on. So look forward to that. Uh, Jake, before we go any further, over or under um, 34 and a half, ankles broken by Keenan <laughs> Allen during training camp so far today, or so far this season. So far in general? Um, yeah. Wow. <laughs> it, You're taking it, me literal with obviously under, it, but oh my uh, yes, uh, I, it really does feel like that. And on the days when the practices have not been open to the public, you just think in your head like, oh my God, there's just that much more that he's doing because he has just been on fire since day one. And the clip that the Chargers put him up of him today in the route that he ran was just absolutely ridiculous, leaving the defender in the dust. Uh, but yes, for r- reality's sake, it's under, but in truth, it's probably over in some circumstance. Who the hell knows? But want to remind everybody that Bet Online remains your number one source for all of your sports betting needs this season. Always the fastest and easiest way to get all of your sports betting info, including live betting options and your favorite casino and card games available to play right from your very own home. All you got to do to get into the action is head on over to the website or use the mobile device and join and use that promo code Believe. That's B L E A V to receive your rewards. Bet Online, where the game starts. So quick preview, things to discuss. Trey Pipkins back out there. J.C. Jackson was uh, limped off the field a little bit uh, with some soreness, which you found out about. Uh, gives everybody kind of some heart attack for a bit, but seems like it's just something that is uh, expected. Cameron Dicker is still out there kicking. Still haven't seen... Uh, the, the only one that's been kicking, yes. Uh, still haven't seen him. Uh, you're seeing Keenan Allen slay. You're seeing Quentin Johnson, Josh Palmer catching deep balls. Uh, you're seeing Justin Herbert slinging it still. And then some high praise of a one Justin Herbert from Austin Eckler and from Kellen Moore at the podium today. So overall, 
those are the main takeaways we're going to get into first. Uh, Jake, I think the most important one folks were looking forward to seeing is crossing their fingers about can Trey Pickens please come back? We need to right tackle that starting caliber on this team. Thanks for a few days. Everyone was worried. Worry no more. Trey Pickens back out there. Pads all as well with the right tackle. Thank God. <laughs> Thank God. I, I, this, this, this makes you feel a little bit better when Staley talks about certain things as it relates to injury. But when he talks like this, uh, this gives you a little bit, you know, more calm to it. The fact that, you know, he got injured uh, in individual drills last week takes what I think it was four days of practice off now back in pads. Uh, so that's very nice sight to see. There wasn't any indication that there was anything more going on. Um, so everything's been pretty straightforward. So the thing that we've been hoping for without a, <laughs> without a, you know, an Uno card has, a, has officially come to fruition. So great to see Trey Pipkins out there. And in typical Chargers fashion, Chargers fans can't have all nice things. So later on in practice, we heard, got the news that uh, JC Jackson kind of limped off gingerly off to the sideline. Uh, Chargers fans freaked out. Everyone freaked out. But then he got wind. I think Jeff Miller had mentioned that, oh, no, he's on the stationary bike. Then the roller coaster goes back down for a bit. And then goes back up when they go into medical tent. And then goes back down once in the podium uh, is discussed that this is a common, or I shouldn't say common, this is expected with the rehab that he's going through. Um, nothing to be alarmed with, but it's something that was expected to uh, take place during training camp. But, you know, not 100%. Again, not 100%. But talk about, Jake, you and I talked briefly about when this whole thing came out. Like, talk about a roller coaster of emotions, huh? I've got to talk to Jeff Miller about this tomorrow <laughs> because he, I'm sure, I'm sure in retrospect, he knows what he did with his three tweets, although they were, now he does for sure. although they were accurate, it went from JC Jackson's heading to the medical tent. And then it was five minutes later. Oh wait, no, he stopped before the medical tent to get on the exercise bike. So everybody's like, Oh, thank God. Like he's probably just, you know, maybe it's a cramp or something or whatever it is, get it out of there. And then literally 10 minutes, there's like, he went from the bike to the medical tent. <laughs> it's just like, Oh no, like what <laughs> happened? So thankfully he, he was the one that actually cleared it up himself as far as what the actual issue is. So like you said, Dan, just general soreness in his knee, again, part of the recovery process. So sure. It won't be surprising to possibly not see him out there this weekend, but doesn't look like there's anything to be scared of in that circumstance. Yes. Justin Herbert uh, was on point today. Uh, looks like according to Eric Smith, he led the offense of the game winning touchdown drive and two minute drill. Uh, again, this is from Eric Smith. Hit Williams and Allen for key plays before capping off the drive with a 30-yard touchdown to Josh Palmer. Chargers offense still humming. And with that, Jake, additionally, uh, Eckler had some nice things to say about a one Justin Herbert and talked about at the podium how he has developed. And one of the things that's probably most impressive to him is how he has kind of the command of the play calling, command of signals that come from the defense, and how to adjust and can do it on the fly. And also, Eckler mentioned that this is something that he saw for Philip Rivers in like 17 years in the league, and you're seeing it from Justin Herbert now in year four. Uh, not to say that Rivers didn't do it prior to year 17, but um, Justin Herbert seems to be mastering this offense more and more and more, getting more comfortable both vocally as well as systematically. So uh, Justin Herbert, you always love hearing how great he is. <laughs> this is an interesting 
thing that we've seen in the last two days of practice, obviously, the, you know, Chargers were off yesterday, but going back to Wednesday, the defense won the day. And apparently when one unit has a big time win over the other during practice, the opposing team that loses has to do push-ups. So the offense had to do push-ups on Wednesday because it was the defense's day. And then Friday comes today, earlier practice, and apparently the offense was just winning all over the field. So the defense had to do push-ups after practice today. So here we've been talking about since with the exception of day one, that this has been basically a heavyweight fight back and forth, you know, both uh, offense and defensive units responding. And then the last two days, it's been an overwhelming, overwhelming favor to either side. So um, I really, again, I really like this competition and what it's, what it's breeding out of both sides of the ball and what you're seeing from some of the young guys in terms of con- contributions. So now let's see what happens this weekend. <laughs> Yeah, uh, Justin Herbert was also praised by Callum Moore at the podium today, kind of just saying he just gets it. And uh, I think we all knew that, but when you hear Callum Moore say that, uh, it's never a bad thing. Uh, Stick it to the offense, Jake. You kind of talked about it at the top. And we've talked about it for probably the last week or so, how on fire just, or excuse me, how on fire Keenan Allen has looked. We've talked about Mike Williams, we've talked about Josh Bomber, we've talked about Quentin Johnson. But one of the things that I have noticed was like, damn, Keenan Allen looks as fresh as I have seen him. And for folks who have not seen it, go on Chargers X, Twitter, whatever. And I'm sure it's on Instagram too. The triple move (laughs) that Keenan Allen put on, I think that was Mark Webb, was absolutely disgusting. And I think it points to a larger conversation of, what 2023 Keenan Allen production could look like because of the decade of production you've seen from him in the slot underneath short medium coverage, defensive players, defensive coaches, that's Keenan Allen. That's what they've seen now for a decade. And all of a sudden Keenan Allen can now just let one loose, leave him in the dust and go up 40 yards. Like, File that under things that you like to see in 2023. So I honestly, I hope the Chargers can, I mean, not that they keep it in wraps, but like, I hope that can be somewhat of a secret that can be waiting to be uh, let loose because man, Keenan Allen running downfield, we haven't really gotten to see that that much in his career. We've seen it, but not much. This is chef's kiss. Well, first of all, I don't think that you're going to be able to keep it Keenan Allen a secret for as long as he's been doing this in the league. But, Dan, remember what he said when he was at the podium, what was it, last week, when he was talking about the development of Mike Williams and Quentin Johnson? He was saying, like, hopefully, I'll get a couple more single coverages instead of getting double team all the time. That might be a preview of something that you might see if it ultimately comes to that. Keenan Allen, I I tweeted it, is literally just the god of mischief when it comes to route running. Dan, I was also thinking in my brain... Of, I was thinking of the last dance documentary, and I can't remember who it was that specifically said it, but they were, it was when they were talking about Dennis Rodman and what he would do to an opposing offense. They literally called him, he was the, the fuck up. He fucks everything up and in a good way. And that's just like what Keenan Allen is doing. That is what he is doing out there to opposing defenders. So it's just, you cannot help but 
marvel at the craft of how good this guy is when it comes to route running. And it just seems like there is something to be marveled at or that he comes and surprises you with another one. But it's something that we've been watching for the last 10 years and it never gets old. But what we've watched in the last 10 years has not been Keenan Allen going downfield. That's correct. And I think and that's the part that I think his last decade of production is going to open up for him is that larger production because defenders and coaches are not used to that. They're used to just waiting and sitting on those underneath routes with him. Right. Pair, pair that with the other receivers who Jake, we talked about earlier at the top. All of these guys are eating Quentin Johnson, big play, Josh Palmer, big play, Mike Williams, big play. It, it seems like it's Christmas for Justin Herbert every day. And uh, it's going to be fun. We've said it. If this offense can stay healthy, my goodness, they can feast in a multitude of different ways. Uh, another one that came up, Jake, was a uh, running game. Kevin Moore said today that he sees a big role for both Joshua Kelly and Isaiah Spiller in this offense this year. So at the end of the day, um, the running game matters. Obviously, they have Eckler, but RB2 matters. Apparently, I think it was Joshua Kelly had a pretty nice uh, run, or, excuse me, pass block on Kenneth Murray today. Um, we haven't really gotten to see many quote unquote highlights of the running back squad, but again, running game's important. And as much as we're talking about this offensive production and explosion from the passing game, they're going to have to win games on the ground as well. So uh, we'll see what happens. Jay, you'll be out there tomorrow. Let us know how the running game is. We'll do. And we had questions about this particular player last night, Dan, in the chat when everybody was, when we were talking about Eric Kendricks, Kenneth Murray, people were asking about, oh, hey, how's Dayon Hanley doing? Well, according to Eric Smith, Dayon Hanley had himself a very nice day with a couple of pass breakups when they were doing one-on-one drills with the running backs. Uh, so that was nice to see from a defensive standpoint. Asante, Asante Samuel Jr., again, more pass breakups. Michael Davis coupled that with a pa- another pair of pass breakups as well. So the defense, I guess, had their share, but they didn't win a majority of the practice. And today was one of the more longer practices that that we have had since training camp is open. Um, but Dan, there's going to be plenty to watch this weekend. There really is. It's just like like you mentioned that people are eating on both sides of the ball, and there really is so much to watch when it comes to whatever side of the the ball you want to focus in on. And again, we're talking about guys that were not out there in practice for Sean Slater, Gerald ever didn't practice just due to illness, Jordan McFadden charters draft pick getting work at left tackle today. Imagine what this competition is going to be like when Tito Austin Johnson, Jalen Guyton all return to the practice field. Like Mm -hmm. there's going to be, there's going to be work to do. And I, I've said this before, when it comes down to the final 53-man roster after these three preseason games that the Chargers have to go through, it's going to be tough to finalize this because there's going to be some names that will not make the roster that you will sit back and you will wonder why. How could that have happened? Yeah. And it's, it's going to be a tough decision to make. Yeah, according to Eric Smith, uh, the team had a short yardage drill today where they had 12, re- 12 reps of short yardage. Apparently, they kind of split on offense and defense. Uh, you got to see Xander Horvath sighting. Uh, apparently, uh, Sebastian Joseph Day stuffed a third and one run. And on fourth down, Justin Herbert hit a one Xander Horvath in the flat on fourth to move the sticks. 
Uh, you saw Sebastian Joseph Day recording another tackle for a loss. And then Isaiah Spiller went ahead for the first time on fourth down. So two straight third down stuffs, two straight fourth down conversions in short yardage situations. Uh, again, talk about heavy makers, talk about kind of these heavyweights going back and forth. Thing to see. First time I think I've seen Zayda Horvath in a highlight so far this camp. Have you? No, he's he's one of the, those ones that we said that we hadn't heard much of yet since camp started last Wednesday. But it's nice to, <laughs> nice to finally see that he joined the party. Yes. So, um, look, <laughs> it's fun to think through like all the different ways this offense could beat you. And I think the one question I kind of wanted to ask, and this is more just a general question, not necessarily about today, but, and I'm sure I know the answer is both. If you were to say which one you wanted to see more, the offense winning and de- or defense winning during camp, which one do you think is more important? Because, like, right now, like, you know, we, we see it and, you go, oh, you know, offense is cooking. You see all these bombs by Justin Herbert and the wide receivers. Then you're like, all right, well, it's on our defense. Then you flip it. You know, you see an interception or whatever. And you're like, all right, well, that was on, you know, Easton Stick or that was a fumble force, whoever. Or the running game. Like, you know, it, it's kind of pick your poison. Because, like, as much for every highlight, there's a low light on the other side of the ball. So which one of the highlights on which side do you think matters more? It's an interesting question, Dan. I don't think I have a preference as far as which side wins more. I think I'm more fascinated in how they're winning. So for the offense, watching Justin Herbert throwing bombs down the field and to see not one, not two, not three, but four wide receivers getting catches all over the place, it seems like almost every day in practice now. You have... (laughs) that's, That's true. Defensively, to see this competition that we have in the secondary, I love this. I, I, I will I will keep pounding the table on this fact. I love the competition and the aggression that the secondary is showing. Now, I know that you need to obviously get after the quarterback and you, you have Joey Bosa, you have Khalil Mack. We all expect them to do what it is that they do best. You got to shore up that run defense, no doubt about it. But I think that there is a, a different style that's been made in this defense that you've already seen from the kickoff that there's been aggression on both sides. And so if you can get yourself into obviously with the offensive winning battles by going through the air, that in turn is going to eventually open up the running lanes when we're, when you're playing against opposing defenses. And then from a defensive perspective, getting out of the predictable packages, getting a little bit more risky, willing to take chances against opposing quarterbacks, sending an extra blitzer, coming up with some exotic packages that you can disguise, whether it's moving Derwin James in the slot or wherever you want to move him around in. I think now this is going to be the opportunity, and I think between Staley, Moore, and Ansley, that trifecta, they're going to be able to come up with something very, very productive. So I'm happy more with how I'm seeing the opposing units win than which one is more important to win overall? Fair. Fair. And again, I knew it was going to be, I know it's a both is the answer to that, but I think that's something to consider when we see all these highlights. Um, Jake, I would argue probably the biggest storyline of this entire training camp so far. No question, in my opinion. Buzzed 
Bosa Bear business is booming. Who was it? I can't remember who it was that put out a tweet on this. I think it was the, it was the first time that Bosa was at the podium or he had done an interview. And someone somewhere, I apologize if I forget who it was, but someone did a superimposed picture with Joey Bosa with a shaved head. And somebody, somebody tagged it basically saying, like, we're not far off from shaved head Bosa. And by the way, shaved head Bosa looks extremely intimidating. And then look what comes out on the field today. <laughs> Yeah, he mentioned, I think he mentioned last week at the podium that he was going to shave his head and then fast forward a week. Here we are. Uh, I'm totally kidding. It's not the biggest news story of camp for folks who take us literal all the time. Uh, That's okay. Uh, Jake, any other kind of key storylines or things that you're looking forward to covering and looking for tomorrow? It's going to be the first practice that I've attended since the pads have come on. So obviously I'll be watching the trenches. We'll see. We'll see if I, I doubt that Rashawn Slater, if he was out for illness today, that he probably won't be out there tomorrow, but we'll ultimately see what happens. I, like I said, I love being wrong. Um, so watching the offensive line play, see what type of reps that Jordan McFadden gets, because I'm happy to see that he was getting um, yeah, uh, at left tackle today. Watching the secondary battle, Dan, I mean, it's just it's so compelling to me. The rotation between Jasir Taylor and Asante Samuel Jr. just continues to get better every single day. And again, I don't think that this whole thing, as far as who's going to be the starter, is ultimately the thing to predict. It's more so that Jasir Taylor is going to get better from this, and you've already seen Asante Samuel Jr. step up because of this. So both guys are going to get better in their own respects. And then, of course, yeah, I mean, watching Justin Herbert just slinging it all over the field as he has been doing. And then I'll be interested to see what type of drills that they run tomorrow on the field based off of everything that they've started to do when the pads have come on, the red zone drills, two-minute drills. Uh, as you had mentioned, the, the, run back, the run backs and linebacker drills that they were performing today. So I'll be interested in that because normally when you and I were there during the first week, they would open up with special teams drills and they would come back to that probably at the midpoint of practice because obviously they're not hitting anybody. Uh, and then they were doing, they'd spread out in their own individual drills. They'd come back for their team drills and that would kind of be the gist of it. So with pads on, it's obviously going to be a lot more interesting to cover. It is. And you will be there to cover all of it. So for folks who do not already do so, please follow Jake Hefner at Jake T. Hefner. Uh, he'll be there covering all things Los Angeles Chargers training camp on Saturday, August 5th. Jake, we did a short, sweet, quick recap. Key takeaways here. Uh, anything else you want to tell the great friends before we get this Friday vibe continued into the weekend? Make sure, guys, we mentioned it on last night's show. We have a giveaway going on as well as uh, if you are in the Anaheim area, September 2nd, don't forget about the Bolt Show. So if you guys are looking to get signatures from a plethora, and I say plethora, of Chargers players, uh, do so. Um, Dan, I'm sure you could put the link in the description for, for all the information or tweet about it. It's it's out there circulating. but It's, it's a pinned tweet on our handle, I believe, right now. Thank you. Appreciate that. And uh, but definitely go out and do that. And again, the Quentin Johnston signed jersey giveaway that we have going on right now. Winner of that will be announced August 18th. So make sure you enter to win that. Um, it's going to be an exciting month. And we're not even in the regular season yet. And football starts soon. We get to see a preseason game this month. Man, I am ready. Uh, let's get out of here, Jake. It's Friday. Uh, what's your Friday drink of choice today? I mean, normally it's always bourbon. Okay. So Brand? Brand? This episode is sponsored by... No, I'm kidding. Exactly. We might as well, right? Um, 
because I actually I had finished the bullet. The bullet's gone. That's for more of like the casual nights or if you know, you know you're some of my friends who likes taking shots of a bullet. That's what that big oh. bottle was for. That bottle is now gone. Kill so that. you kind of have to kick it up to the more high quality ones. So I have to, I have a little bit of Woodford left. I've got some Angel's Envy in there. Um, oh, I've got Basil Hayden still left over that I have not finished. That has actually been I'm- sitting in my Game of Thrones decanter. And it is aged like a fine wine because it's been sitting in there for for a couple of years now. So it's been I, I have I have taken sips of that one, very few and far between. But that one might be a good one for tonight. One of these days, Jake, you're going to have to give me kind of the the elevator pitch on bourbons because I know literally none of those. I've heard of a couple, but you got me over the hump on all of the Avengers and Marvel stuff. I think next step might be bourbon because I know Jack diddly squat about that stuff but enjoy right. it enjoy the brown stuff see if you could trust me on the marble stuff like regardless of whether the fact we do a podcast if you could trust me on the marble stuff you could trust me on bourbon if anything else i'm, I'm an honest i'm an honest man when it comes to we, that we may have really crappy takes on the charges but we know damn well a good amount about marvel and bourbon uh for jake hefter dan wilkenstein charge deletion la football network uh doing our best to provide you guys coverage as quickly as possible so you know the latest uh, for this Chargers team during camp. Appreciate you all tuning in. Go hit that like and subscribe. And we'll talk to you next time on Chargers Unleashed.